Hello, and welcome to the Alt Left. Welcome back, everybody, to the Alt Left, episode 91 minus 1. And uh, I'm your host, Chris. With me, as always, is Matthew Jumbo Johnson and the good Reverend Dr. K. Say hello, fellas. Good evening, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Alt Left After Dark. Fellow right? velvety smooth in these robes. See, do you feel, just, just see a difference in how Matt serenaded us and he painted a picture with his mouth? Oh, that's kind of hot. I like the way it sounds. Just mm, do it more yeah. But the point yeah. is, Matt caressed us with his tongue, and it was lovely. And Kay was just like, good evening, humans, boop, boop, beep, bop. And that's because Kay is wearing a t-shirt. And Matt and I are wearing robes. They have this crackpot theory that uh, robes automatically make you better. And I, I just don't better. believe it. Smoother. Oh, smoother. Pardon me. Smoother. <laughs> and, and, and Matt and I, I just don't believe it. smoother than you, buddy. You be- you're, you're classier, but I'm smoother. Velvety smooth, sir. Velvety smooth. Mm. That's right. Not an abrasive okay. bone in my body. I I don't know what to tell you, man. Well, I guess technically no. I'm I'm still. I don't know. Still I don't not having abrasive bones would be really bad for you, but you should wear a robe. I'm no. I'm I just happened to wear a robe, I, and Matt I noticed I was wearing one. a robe, and uh, Matt then decided to join me in podcasting in a robe, and uh, it's oh, fucking lovely. And uh, it's great. Captain it's Tight great. Pants over there doesn't want to wear a robe. He's like, no, I. I, I, I told I like you wedges. it's not about the money. Right. I I just don't care to wear a robe, so I'm not buying one. If you want me to wear a robe, you're going to have to buy it for me. I thought you said it wasn't about the money. It's not about the money. It has nothing well, to buy do a robe. with the money. I don't care to buy one. I am not going to do that. So if I buy you a robe, you'll wear it? Yes. Oh, <laughs> listeners, you need to find us the most disgusting, torn apart, flea bag hobo fucking robe from Goodwill you can possibly find. Because remember, it's not about the money or the quality. It's just about K not getting. Wait, wait. Who said anything about quality? I no said one. It's not that's about why. The that's money. why the bars on the floor, bitch. <laughs> So everyone, uh, hashtag K needs a robe. Blow it up. Send it out. <laughs> no, no, uh, it's got to. It's got to sound. It's got to sound like a charity. Hashtag robes for K. Robes for K. Yes, <laughs> robes for K. Hashtag robes for K. Robes, plural. Robes. Yeah. Like, yes. No, you need several now. This is. This I have is, two. Yeah. I have a terry cloth and a very two? fuzzy warm one, because. Typically in Southern California, it's quite warm and nice, and I'm wearing my curtain terry cloth robe. But I also have a nice, thick, fluffy, warm one for those cold days, which is coming soon. The winter's coming. Winter is coming. I will wear my fluffy robe then, and it'll be delightful. Nope, I'm good. Thanks. Hashtag robes for K. So, speaking of the bar being on the floor, first of all, sorry we've been gone for two weeks, everybody. Uh, It's been it's been a wild ride. Life's been crazy, and uh, I'm finally back from COVID. Rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated, and uh, I am back, and I'm feeling much better. And, uh, you know, I've, uh, it turns out uh, COVID's real. Uh, no, no, no. It's no worse than the flu. Yeah. Get no, it straight. Uh, I, I, done, I done had the flu plenty of times. Uh, this was different, and this was awful. I had 103 fever for like three days. It was not good. 
did not like zero stars. Do not recommend. Uh, COVID's bad. And I'm, I'm, I gotta tell you, I am the most upset because I've never had COVID. I had such lesbian gold star status, and it was so awesome. I was, I was a gold star COVID patient. It was outstanding, and then I fucking got COVID. It's like, damn it. Uh, meanwhile, folks, I still have not gotten COVID. Um, the the only of the three of us that hasn't. Uh, and I yes. attribute it to me having gotten the booster directly before this incident. Uh, nope. I know people with the booster who definitely got the new variant of COVID. I'm just saying, in this case, that's yeah, how I science shows. Nah. Well, you just look at the draw. Well, look at the, the draw. The vaccine does too, not but... stop you from getting COVID, but it definitely stops you from dying. And, uh, and that it did. It did its job. I am fully vaxxed, and uh, I had a bad bout of COVID. But uh, I didn't need to go to the hospital. I didn't struggle with breathing. I didn't die. Everything's good. So uh, if you hadn't had your vaccines yet, it's uh, it costs zero dollars to stop being a piece of shit and just go get vaccinated. Yep. I highly doubt you may listen to the yep. show isn't, but you know, just go ahead and do it. Tell your friends. Ropes and YouTube, please, 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 please do not fucking strike this video just because we said the word COVID and vaccines a couple of times. Right. <laughs> Context matters. <laughs> please. <laughs> we weren't even being farcical. We literally have just been like, yep, vaccines work and they are good. Yeah, and COVID is awful and you should protect yourself. Except That's they it. don't care. <laughs> Fauci, Ivermectin, deep state. There we go. I fucked up the algorithm. We're dead. God damn it. <laughs> We've been uh, gone for two weeks, three weeks. Shit. Fucking A. <laughs> <sighs> oh. But no, um, so we're back and... Um, you know, not much has happened until like this week, so it's actually really good timing. But uh, but yeah, so let's start with the the, the big story today. Uh, today the, today is for us uh, Thursday thirteenth, Thursday the thirteenth in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two. Amen. And today the January sixth council wrapped up and fucking subpoenaed the ex president of the United States. Well, they <laughs> yep. voted to subpoena. Unanimously, by the way, unanimously mm-hmm. voted. <laughs> like, um, I can't say and, that I'm surprised. And, which means you know, he will be subpoenaed, and if he defies that subpoena, which he will, it will oh, yeah. then There's go no to way Congress. He's going to show up for that. No, but it will then go to Congress as to whether or not to to recommend to file criminal charges with. And it's so funny. Like this is just another example of of you know the dual system of justice we have. <laughs> you miss a court appointment. Like, go ahead and miss oh my a God, court you go appointment. Straight to jail. Yeah, miss a court appointment. Do not pass, go. Black man in America and see what the fuck happens to you. Meanwhile, Trump has been given a subpoena. He's allowed to show up whenever he wants. If he doesn't, then it goes to Congress and they have to sit around and decide whether or not they will recommend that the DOJ presses charges. If they recommend to the DOJ to press charges, then the DOJ will sit around and decide if they want to press charges for Donald Trump. Uh, this is this is justice that none of us are allowed, by the way. This is like grand juries for cops. If there's anyone, and this is at least my view, and I don't know why, I don't understand why this is a controversial take, but if there's anyone in our country who should be most beholden to these laws, it is the people, our elected officials and the police. And Every time they are the ones least accountable whenever this should happen. Because uh, that's the way the system was set up, bro. The the people at the top have the least amount of consequences. That sounds like non-robe wearing talk. 
Oh, sorry that I'm talking truth. Hashtag ropes for K. Uh, but yeah, I mean, every system is like that. That's how it's always been. It's just another shining example of how basically we have to take the wealthy and powerful and basically beg and coddle them to come and speak to committees when they have tried to overthrow the country. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, a, uh, a black teenager was murdered uh, by police. They shot him six times in the car because the cop decided he didn't like the look of his car, ripped open his door while he was eating a cheeseburger, and then shot him six times and then shot him again as he was driving away because yep. the cop didn't like his fucking car. Yeah, that, that was literally the reason. Uh, I guarantee that he cited that the teenager looked suspicious. And there no, was uh, the car sus- looked suspicious. Well, yes, he looked suspicious. And there was complaint, complaint, quote unquote, complaint of suspicious activity in the area. Nope. So what happened is the cop decided that his car looked similar to a car that he chased a long time ago that got away. Oh, close enough. And so he ripped open the kid's door. The kid went, what the fuck, threw it in reverse. And the cop shot him six times. And then as he drove away, shot him in the back. But surely this cop is is facing the the strong arm of justice, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm sure he will be immediately uh, detained and jailed for murder and will stand trial immensely. And and it won't have anything to do with uh, him being let go on paid administrative leave and facing a grand jury and eventually being until he is exonerated and then put right back out into exactly. See, that's what happens when you don't have a robe. You miss the sarcasm in the banter. Oh, I didn't. I didn't uh, miss it. You did. Did. right over right over right over you which would have been caught rope, by your big flappy comfortable robe hashtag robe yep. wow wow Such you're missing hate. a lot buddy no no Such no this is because we love you we care We're about you we just, yeah we just want i don't you know that blanket, that's but... true yeah. I, it, if i went and got a blanket and wrapped myself up would that make you feel better it no, would it would de- i think it would make you feel better yeah no no it really yes. wouldn't because i'm already warm and a blanket would make me hot just like a robe would. Up and throw a blanket on. I, um, I don't want to turn. I'm wearing Fucking electricity is expensive. I'm wearing thin, tarry cloth, baby. I'm not warm at all. I'm actually cooler than I would be wearing a full set of regular clothing. Yeah, I don't know I'm, what to tell I'm you that, man. delightfully, delightfully cool right now. Rob, robes don't need to be heavy and warm. Robes can be light and flowy. Ask mm-hmm. the Greeks. True. You know what anyway, else the Greeks like? Togas. What they like? Grape leaves. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> moving on. So that is what happened with Donald Trump. Um, and speaking of presidents, um, Joe and Hunter Biden have found themselves in some interesting waters. Uh, Matt, take us away with what's going on with Hunter Biden real quick. Because, you know, the right won't shut the fuck up about him. So so here's the thing, like, and it's funny. So basically they're, they're bringing up criminal charges on Hunter Biden. Um, I haven't gotten to get the details on it yet, but like, basically like, there is a criminal investigation. It looks like he's going to have charges brought against him. Um, Biden came out and, and did like the speech where it was basically like what you would expect from a good dad who was just concerned about his son's the fact that his son's got a drug problem, you know? And so, and like Republicans are just going to town, like trying to remember. And what's funny about this is like everyone on the left that has anything to say about it, like anyone that matters, I'm not talking about like fucking Bill Mars of the world and shit, but like, or anybody on like MSNBC. Yeah. Any of them, but like anybody that's paying attention is like, yeah, good. If he committed a crime, we should fucking be prosecuted. Like this isn't, bothering anyone because like again we don't <laughs> canonize our, our fucking elected officials you know we, we're just like well leftists don't 
Yeah, I'm liberals sure as fuck do. Yeah, but fuck them. They're not leftists. Fair. Rope talk. Real talk. Exactly. That's what we're doing here today. But so that's kind of what went down with Hunter Biden. We still don't know a whole lot yet, but essentially like he's probably going to be prosecuted, whether or not he's going to face any time, what the details are. We still don't know yet. That's probably going to be, we'll probably know more by next week, Uh, but keep an eye on it. And again, I'm going to echo what I've heard other people say as well. If Hunter Biden committed a crime, Hunter Biden should face the consequences of committing that crime. I feel no pity for him. I don't expect anybody to give him a pass. And anyone that makes excuses for him is shitty. Don't do that. Simple. I mean, I'm curious what the crimes are. It looks like federal agents are seeing chargeable tax gun purchase, um, taxes and gun purchase case against Hunter Biden. Basically, I guess they assembled a viable criminal case against him, but it ultimately, uh, it's ultimately up to prosecutors at the Justice Department, not agents, to decide whether to file charges. Yeah, it's not going into detail. It's talking about a lot of the buildup, which is stuff we've already known because Trump was harping on this like a fucking, you know, dog trying to hump a biscuit. But like, it looks like this ongoing investigation that's been happening that Trump wouldn't shut the fuck up about looks like they're going to actually bring it to title, and it looks like it's got to do with you know taxes and gun charges, and again. A good portion of this country is guilty of that. Like, yeah, I, I had a feeling that's what it was. That yeah, this isn't going to be like Trump's children where they fucking defraud charities. I, and here's the thing: it's fine if he fucking did tax evasion cares, but I just I, I don't fucking care about a gun purchase and taxes. Like, I just yeah, I, I actually am probably going to be the more apologetic for Hunter Biden because like he is very clearly on the ass end of a witch hunt. He has 100% had every single thing he's done for the last 300 years scrutinized and picked through with a fine-tooth comb by right-wingers for some fucking reason. I don't get it because they just hate Biden that much. and I don't understand because Biden sucks. It's so easy to criticize Biden. (laughs) Yeah, so easy. And that's the thing I don't also get about the right is because they can't criticize in a meaningful way. It makes no sense. Like There's valid criticisms. And if it's, again, I guess it really comes down to they just want to they're just here to make porn for their base because there's a million valid criticisms you could levy and ones that would actually hurt him along his base. Like there's things you can say about Joe Biden that will actually give him some, some damage with liberals. Right. Yeah. And they don't go after any of them. They're like, if you vote for Joe Biden, what was it? That, that, that Fox, uh, that Fox commentator was like, a vote for Joe Biden is a vote for legalized marijuana and student debt relief and more January 6 hearings. And it's like, well, that sounds fucking awesome. Awesome, like, yeah. That's not even true. That. Yeah. If you give vote me Joe, that Biden, Joe Biden, someone please. will show up to your house with a basket of gold and give you oral. <laughs> like, oh, no, don't do that. Like, it's they make him sound so much better than he is. You know, if Joe Biden's going to defund the fucking police. I wish. That'd be great. And instead of saying, hey, Joe Biden's got credible rape allegations and Joe Biden is failing to fix the problems that he caused, like with awful crime reform and with student debt. Uh, Nope. Like Joe Biden wrote half of them and backed the other ones of these draconian drug laws we've had forever. Joe Biden is part of the reason that we have so many people of color locked in prison for nonviolent drug charges. It's like. It's so easy to attack him on shit he's actually done. Like, they could just easily come after him and be like, oh, Joe Biden? He wants to suddenly care about women? Where the fuck was that during the Anita Hill hearing? He's like, oh, that's a a good one. Like, he dragged a woman for, for, for reporting sexual harassment. Well, and here's the funny part about that, too, is like, they could, they've got like, 
kind of like what you're saying. So the arguments we've been going after him and the Democrats for about the lack of Roe v. Wade, like they could legitimately flip that in their advantage. Now they're not for vote Roe v. Wade anyway, but they could they could easily point out like you guys all hate us for this. Where were Joe Biden and the Democrats to stop this? They had ample opportunities. This this would be a winning line for them to make liberals not want to vote for Joe Biden is to hammer that home. Like it would be an amazingly perfect strategy. Like they don't have to pretend like they're, they, they want it. They can cop to not wanting it and say like, they don't want it either. Why are you voting for them? If you hate it so much, they gave it. I think it goes to the reason why neither side really tries to nail the other on anything that's real is because they know that if they do, the other side will literally just come back with something just as heinous against them. And I think they get into this, like they would get into this, like too hard tit for tat. Whereas if they complain about the stuff that is questionable and they make that the point, then the other side is less likely to retaliate with like real credible stuff. I don't I don't know, that's kind of what it true, feels though, like. Because, but but no, because Democrats are such pussies. They don't ever, Democrats could fucking with with not even going hard. They're a, we got a fucking fascist party in this country and Joe Biden is only coming out and going, "Oh, well, they're they're a little bit fashy here. I don't know about that." And it's like it, he can't even go all in on on a legitimate attack. The Democrats would never do it. Now the right does it all the time. The right goes after, like, I mean, Chris is talking about where they fail, but like they, they're constantly attacking with cheap shots. They just do it with stupid cheap shots. Like that, that's the thing. They're not afraid of going on the attack. The right will do it all the time. They just do it for stupid reasons. Sure. But that's kind of my point is they do it for like, they, they attack for the stupid shit versus the real shit. Yeah. But I don't think that's on purpose. I think it's because they're idiots. Well, I don't know. I I, I don't think they're idiots. I think you're both idiots. Like, I think the real thing is, <laughs> sorry, that was a little too harsh for rope talk. Sorry. But no, I, I, I think, I don't know. I, I disagree with both of you. I think they don't go after the real shit, not because they're idiots, not because they refuse to attack the other side. I think it's more about the attack isn't to discredit the other side, which it should be. And you see, sometimes they do. Uh, Biden's actually been doing a pretty good job of that lately. Uh, he's been going full on Wendy's. Uh, online at the Republicans lately. It's only been in the last month or so, and so clearly they've gotten someone competent on his you know, social media team uh, to feed him this malarkey. But I think the reason they do it is they're just firing up their base. That's all it is. It is just to motivate their own base. It is not to actually attack the opponent's base. I, and that makes a lot of sense to me, that they're they're not in it to really discredit they're in it just to boost themselves exactly because that's more effective that, that, that makes sense to, to make joe biden a comic book villain um there's there's a very clear so okay during world war ii the u.s department of defense actually worked out deals uh with the movie companies it's actually kind of where we see today um where basically if big budget films want access to to fighter planes and that kind of thing they have to get their scripts approved by the dod and what's what really kind of kicked that relationship off with Hollywood and the military uh, was in World War Two. Right. And basically the U.S. War Department really had a lot more control over media than they do now. And if you were to depict Nazis right in a movie, 
um, the Department of Defense outlined that they needed to be both simultaneously a credible threat and also a comic one. So if you are to display uh, Germans, and again, this also later translated to Japanese, they need you need to show them as both something to be afraid of, but also something stupid and not as good as you. And it had to be both, right? It couldn't be just the two of them. It, but it's just, it was more about like the Nazis have to, you have to show them being strong and have a bunch of them and they're coming after our women, you know, but at the same time, you have to show how they fuck up their own plans and all of their stuff have to fail in hijinks and only the plucky Americans can save the day. Like those were the rules that the DOD laid out. And there's docu- there's actually fascinating documents to like how the war department controlled Hollywood in World War II. It's amazing stuff. John Wayne actually did an amazing movie about the Japanese that was just ho- painful to watch. It's great. That kind of feels like where we're going with this, right? It's like if you're going to be the Republicans, right, and you have to get people riled up about Joe Biden, you have to display him as both a communist dictator who's a fascist and he's going to take away all your guns and your women. And it's going to be the worst thing ever. And tomorrow you're going to wake up and your wife is going to be sleeping with a Jew like, or whatever. Right. But also he's senile and he's old and he's inept and he's weak and he's got a limp dick and all of these things. And you have to do both. You can't pick a lane. You have to do both of them. And if they do the same thing with Trump, Trump is a dangerous fascist who's destroying American culture and they're coming for us and they have a plan they've been working on. And also, he's a dumb, fat bastard who eats McDonald's all day long and he watches TV and sucks his thumb. And it, oh, and that, that's, that is how propaganda works. And if you're going to make an effective enemy propaganda, your enemy needs to be both a threat but also easily defeatable. And that's, I think, where their attacks always go to. Yeah, I, I mean, it makes sense. Thank you for coming to my robe talk. By, by the way, I was able to find it and <laughs> we, we were right. So <laughs> the primary focus of, of Hunter Biden's tax investigation has been whether Hunter Biden did not declare income related to his various business ventures, including overseas. The gun paperwork part of the investigation for, stems from 2018, which is the time period where Biden, Hunter Biden was heavily using crack cocaine. And so we, they haven't gone into details about what the gun thing is, but Again, this is a dude who's got, you know, issues with drug abuse. The things they're indicting him for, like, these are common. Like, literally, there isn't a single person in the United States who couldn't have these exact same things happen to them. Uh, Yeah, Uh, I just don't care. Quick history trivia. Uh Uh-huh. French Revolution happened in the late 18th century, early 19th century. Who is typically credited as the mastermind behind that? No fucking clue. Robespierre, bitch. Hashtag robes for K. Wow. That was the that was only a, that was a <laughs> long way to go. It was. It was it was the only robe history joke I could think of. <laughs> Robespierre. Like that, was a, that was a long way to go for a robe joke. <laughs> One of the earliest uh advocates for um black and Jewish rights in France, actually. Anyway, Maximilian Robespierre was a good dude. Read up on him. First time, pretty woke. Anyway, um, French Revolution's fun shit. Read up on that, too. Read a book. Now, since we're talking about Limp Dick Biden, I want to talk real quick about this uh, this move he's making to reschedule um, marijuana and possibly pardon some people. What are your what are your guys' thoughts on it before I jump into it? 
So you and I are going to land similarly. I think we already will. There, there's a there's a bigger there's another debate within this debate, and I think it's worth bringing up too. So f- first and foremost, let's be clear: what he did was at the federal level. Pardon people. Now, for those of you that aren't aware of this, the vast, vast, vast majority of of uh, drug charges, marijuana charges, are at the state level. So it's not like we're about to see a bunch of people suddenly released from prison. I think the total is somewhere around 6,000 or something like that that are actually going to be pardoned. Let's let's be clear. He has not pardoned them, nor has he changed anything. All he has done is said, I'm thinking about. Yeah, which is kind of his big line right now. But like, yeah. let's let's for, for terms of this, let's just play devil's advocate. Give him the benefit. of that. Let's just pretend this is what he's going to do. I'm not saying okay. it is, but. If it is, this is what he's he's saying he will accomplish or he's going for. Now, again, I think it's great that those 6,000 people that are on a stupid-ass charge of marijuana are going to get released. I'm not complaining about that. 100%. Um, I also think it's great that he's encouraging states to do the same and follow suit. Now, we already know how this is going to go from most states. Places like California will probably do it. Places like Alabama will probably not. Like, this isn't hard to you know, figure out. But ultimately that's a zero effect. Encouraging states to do something they would have done anyway isn't going to do anything. It's not like all the states are suddenly just going to be like, oh well Biden says we should do this. So I guess we will. No, it's not going to happen. Um and then what he's doing, and I think of all the things he's promising to do, I think this one's the most significant, is effectively changing or or he's he's not changing it. What he's doing is he's asking the is it the uh um, is it the D it's not the DEA. Is he, he's it? He's asking for the DOJ D- DOJ. Thank you. Um, to, to change the classification. Yeah. Yeah. Basically saying, why is marijuana a class one substance, which is the same as heroin? Yes. Which, right. which And it's what yeah. every person with common sense for the last 50 years has been fucking saying. Like, congratulations. Yes. The DNC finally made it to 1960. Yeah, that would be, I think if, if we, if he can make that happen, I think that would be probably the, one of the more significant steps towards legalization that we've achieved. Now I said all that to say this, these are all ifs, he hasn't done anything yet. And he if he does, he held a press this, conference. this is just one more example. This is where I think Chris and I are going to agree of Biden doing almost less than the bare minimum. This this takes no effort whatsoever to do. To score cheap political points in an election year to try and push the Democrats over that line so that they can spend another two years not doing anything. What, what it goes to is, and this is one of the things that I, I wanted to bring up, is because Chris and I do tend to regularly point these things out when people get excited about Biden doing something, and it always inevitably leads to the conversation about being a buzzkill or not. You know, it's like, you know, why are you always being a buzzkill? We can be excited about this and still demand more. And my response yes, to that, that is, that, we are talking yeah, about you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, but I think it's a good point. I think it's a valid point. My counter to that would be people like us can do that. People like Thaddeus and a lot of the people that would listen to this show can do that. The larger portion of the U.S. population cannot. And the conversation needs to be less about these minuscule do nothing half step forwards and about how what we should really be doing is taking leaps because we are so far behind well and not just that is this gets pressure off of actual progress and that's always kind of my point it's like it's like labor day labor day is not a socialist holiday labor day is a capitalist holiday 
Labor Day was created by the President of the United States to take away from May Day, which is a socialist holiday. May Day is the celebration of unions. May Day is the celebration of labor and labor rights. And that was a big fucking problem. And so they created Labor Day so that it wouldn't be attached to May Day. It was a way to deflate it. Uh, It's the same with like the federal government having the Bureau of Indian Affairs. They did that so that Native Americans would have no actual power over their own lives and their own role in the federal government. By taking that away, because before we had the Bureau of Indian Affairs, you actually had Native-run organizations that lobbied and dealt with Washington. So they had to take the power away from that. They couldn't have that. So we have a Bureau of Indian Affairs. And that takes over. And so now it becomes this federalized, whitewashed, bureaucratic system whose sole purpose is to keep them in their place and to keep actual grassroots movements forming. And that's what this is. Um, This whole thing is about getting people to back off of marijuana for a minute just while we have midterm elections. First of all, again, Biden has proposed not a single piece of legislation. He's been in office for several years now. He could issue a federal pardon for everyone right away. He could have done that day fucking one. The better question is, why didn't he? Why didn't he deal with this in the beginning? I know some people are going to say, well, who cares? He's doing it now. And that's a valid point. He's allowed to come around to the truth anytime he actually wants, right? That's okay. But to act as if like, well, this has just always been the right thing to do. Bitch, you put people in prison your whole career for this. So if you want to say it's a turnaround, you've had a change of heart, that's one thing. But don't come acting like you've been part of the party this whole fucking time. Because Biden has been a racist, draconian son of a bitch his entire career. And this is not even beginning to scratch the surface of undoing the damage he's done. This is token. This is, sure, it'll help a couple thousand people get out of jail, but there's well over 40,000 people in state prison. And what this is going to do is actually delay them because the states who don't want to do it, which is most of them, which because guess what? You know where they also haven't pardoned everyone with marijuana offense? California, Colorado, states that have like the most liberal pro-pot laws have still kept people in jail for nonviolent drug offenses because slavery is profitable. Well, you can't just let them out of jail. Yeah. States make a lot of money on that. California is one of them. Oh, hell yes. Getting people out of prison is bad for fucking business. And what this is going to do is only delay that. It's kind of like when, you know, marijuana first came legal in California, but only for medicinal purposes. Like all that did was actually slow down recreational legalization. Because then it gave people their argument of, hey, look, it's already been let go for medicinal. You don't need anything else. Quit your bitching. And it puts things off. And that's what this is. Go get your medical card. Yeah. This is... This doesn't mean shit. Uh, It's going to help some people, which is great, but it's not going to actually change much. He hasn't even done anything. He's just said he's toying with the idea of what we should do, but he hasn't even done it yet. So first of all, hold your breath until he actually does it, because Biden promises big and delivers bullshit all the time. And if you don't believe me, ask how that COVID fucking uh, proprietary information getting released around the world the second he becomes office. How about those checks we were going to get? How about student loan forgiveness where he changed it twice now and he wasn't even going to do it until people forced him to. So this just just feels like another bullshit malarkey promise from him. And even if he does come through, right? Let's just say he completely comes through and does what this is. It's do nothing bullshit. This is just to get liberals to fucking clap for him 
and give him another win. And when anybody from the left actually has legitimate complaints, be like, hey, why can't you just be happy that Joe Biden made pot cool? Because he didn't. He didn't do that at all. Scheduling it doesn't make it not illegal in states and it doesn't get people out of state fucking prison. And he has the power to do something about that. And he doesn't. He chooses not to. And that should bother the fuck out of you. It's propaganda. Do not cheer propaganda. This is a slave system. The war on drugs, everyone listening knows this. So do not clap because the slave master bought pizza. Burn the fucking plantation down. How happy would John Brown be at this? That's the question you should fucking ask yourself. Like, look at your actual heroes. Who do you think? How do you think Malcolm X would feel about this? I think Harriet Tubman would feel about this. How would John Brown feel about this, right? Would, would they say, oh, good fucking job, hooray, clap with glee? Or would they be like, wow, that sounds like some whitewashing bullshit propaganda. And that's all it is. So I don't clap for it. And he can go fuck himself. Joe Biden can impress me anytime he wants. I am well open to having my eyes open to the glory of Joe Biden doing something amazing. But I'm still fucking waiting for him to do anything worth value. I, uh, I kind of agree. Uh, you know, 68% of Americans... Uh, that's an actual statistic, uh, think that pot should be legalized here in the United States. Uh, there has n- been no reason for decades now why no one has done it. The majority of Americans since, uh, let's see, the majority of Americans, so over 50% since 2013 have dis- have uh, thought that pot should be legal. So that that would be a majority. And since 2013, nothing has been done. Uh, and now all of a sudden he says that they're going to reschedule it away from a class two drug. It, it doesn't do anything. So what? Unless you actually make it legal in terms of simply controlling it like uh, like it was a, you know, like alcohol, it's it's never going to change. States that don't want it because they're, you know, too far to the right will never do it because Joe Biden asked them to. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. I think what, what Kay brought up brings an interesting point. I think if the, a majority of Americans since 2013, in 2013, that's when the flip happened, yep. wanted yep. this, then, then this would, yep then this would have been a great measure to implement in 2013. This would have been a great start. But because this is America and we can never keep up with, you know, anything, here we are two, 10 years later, the majority has only grown that want this. And we still have people dragging their feet. So we're getting measures now that may or may not happen that should have happened 10 years ago. And then, you know, maybe 10 years from now, you know, all the people that are going to die in prison for still being in there for drug charges will, you know, get a pardon, maybe. Uh, and it's mostly because that those moral, quote unquote, moral assholes have a fucking stranglehold on our government. And they they just keep anything from happening that doesn't align with their personal morals because they don't give a shit about what the majority of the country actually wants. I don't even think it's their morals. I don't think they give a shit about pot convictions. They just know that a bunch of dumb fucking rednecks care about it and Christian right-wing evangelicals care about it. Yeah. 
that's what I mean. That those about their base. Right wing evangelicals don't want it to be legalized, and so they don't do shit about it. That that's what I was saying. Is yeah. it's not about the actual politicians. They don't give a fuck one way or the other. In fact, I would bet you that a majority of them smoke fucking pot. I would bet you a majority of them do a lot of fucking drugs. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they smoke pot. They do a whole bunch of blow. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that I have no My doubt. My point is, is that they're hypocrites to start, but they don't care about what the majority of Americans want. They care what a bunch of conservative assholes that give them a whole lot of money want. That's all. That's all they care about. Keep, keeping their power. Uh, sorry to kill the conversation, boys. No, I, I actually think that's a solid... <laughs> um, Solid flip to some good fucking news about Alex Jones being a negative oh. billionaire. My God, this is this is sweet. Now again, let, let's keep in mind, like like the we got a no reality. This is not over. This is going to be a long fight. He's going to try to appeal it. He's going to drag his feet on this. He's going to try and claim they don't know that. But but the good news is is the lawyers that are, are are on the side of the Sandy Hook families, they have committed. They are going to dog him for the rest of his life until they get every cent of this money. And with that kind of uh, commitment, it will happen. Uh, I don't know if it's going to reach the full billion. But I, I don't think at this They're rate, I don't, life, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think Alex Jones will die a rich man at all. Um, and nor should he. Alex Jones is a piece of shit. Even when they we were talking about this just before we started, as the, the court is announcing, because it's not just a flat billion dollars, like they're, they've got different charges and fees. And it, this is across multiple parents and victims. So they're announcing each uh, judgment. Uh, in increments like you know, fifty-seven million here, you know, whatever. And Alex Jones is live streaming his stupid piece of shit ass while this is being announced. And and they've got like the cameras are in the courtroom. These parents are crying. They're completely emotional. Like it's not even all tears of joy because they're constantly reliving this shit every fucking day of their lives. All right, they just mm-hmm. want justice. And Alex Jones is sitting here like, look at these guys. <laughs> they think they're, they're so happy. They think they're going to get all this money. They're not going to fucking get it. I'm going to spend all this money fighting them every... The, like, like, this is the shit he's doing. As these people are reading this, this guy has no remorse for what he's done. He's, he's tried to deny it over and over again, but there's endless clips of him outright saying this shit. It's not like this... Like, he was in a group of like 10 people and nine of them have died now. Like, no, like he said this on his show repeatedly. He said this in interviews repeatedly. And I love this. And, and by the way, this isn't done. Like there are more punitive damages that still need to be assessed here. Now, again, there's limits on those. It's not going to be like there's another billion tacked on, but definitely probably in the millions and as well, there should be these kinds of, of, I don't even like calling them conspiracy theories because calling them any kind of theory gives them more credit than there. This is just crackpot bullshit designed to make Alex Jones stand out so that he can reap the benefits by selling people cheap vitamin pills and shit like that. Expensive vitamin pills that don't work Mm -hmm. like that. That's his game. He's a grifter. He's a con artist. He says outlandish shit. So people will listen to him. All right makes no apologies for it, and then sells those people shit that doesn't work and in some cases can actually harm them in order to make himself rich. He's a con artist. He went 
he, I, he, honestly, I think he's gone too far with a lot of his shit. This one was a step too far. And I think this is what we need to do for every single piece of shit grifter like him. This is the same kind of shit I want to happen to uh, Trump. Uh, this is the same kind of shit I want to happen to anybody that spouts this kind of harmful bullshit. You know, if we're going to agree that words have meaning, then that also with that decision means that there's inherent responsibility tied to that. If words can affect people, if words have power, then with that power comes great responsibility. And yes, I know that's a, a, a cheap Spider-Man reference here, but it's a true line. It really does mean something. And Jones has a massive platform. All right. And if you're going to claim to be an American patriot, you have a duty to this country to use your platform to fucking help it, not fucking harm it. And that's all Jones has ever done. He doesn't care about this country. He doesn't care about the victims that he's hurt. All he cares about is making himself rich. And this decision is going to make sure he dies poor. And I am fucking here for it. Fuck Alex Jones. It's not going to make him die poor. He'll be doing just fine. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, But I do think it's going to make his life very difficult. Um, And I do think it's going to be an obstacle and something that takes money away from him for the rest of his life. And I am so fucking here for that. The sad part that I see is that there continues to be a platform in which he is continued to be able to spout his rhetoric. I cannot imagine any place that would want to continue to have some association with him after something like this. It just boggles my mind. How would any news outlet, any media outlet want to continue to have someone like him produce content and then put it out on their platform. It makes no sense to me. He puts out the, he puts out the propaganda they want. And, and because people still watch it. Yeah. That's the part that gets me. They watch it. it, They like it. It just boggles my mind because it's, it, it is literally just in, in my eyes. It's like, the I hate to say it, but like the dumbest people in America that end up buying these drugs and continuing to believe all of the rhetoric that comes out of this man's mouth. You know, I, I won't, and I know this is weird coming from me because I'm the first one to call people in this country stupid, but with regards to stuff like that, I, I don't fault people. Billions poured into marketing for this uh, and none, the, the, the counter arguments for this are terrible. Then you've got people like Joe Rogan who get, who, who, Look, we don't think he's legitimate, but for the for many Americans, he's a legitimate person that can be trusted, and he peddles this shit right and left, you know. And and we've got an FDA because that is unwilling to come out against. Yes, and we that's because we have an FDA that is unwilling to come out against them. No administration will do it because, again, at the end of the day, the harm these things are caused is minuscule because there's nothing fucking in them to cause harm. There, no, it's, it's water and bullshit. It's yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's exactly it's water and bullshit. So since they're not harming anyone and no administration is going to go against business of any kind, they just let them do it. And so it is a situation that has set people up to be uninformed. And I don't fault people for this one. I try to no, inform them wherever I can, but like, like fault them to the point where I call them stupid. I don't think it's a matter of being stupid. It's a matter of being uninformed and it's, it's, it's a level of being uninformed that I understand. It's not like politics where I expect people 
because it affects their lives so greatly. With something like this, it doesn't. And there's so many people that actually have PhDs that will come out in favor of this stuff. Again, like we know he's a grifter and a charlatan, but Dr. Oz is a legitimate doctor who, again, had a lot of credit to his name when he first started. And he peddles this shit. So it's like there's a lot of people that like have degrees and have accreditations that we have come to trust and rely on that will say this stuff is good for you just so they can make a quick buck too. Yeah, because they're just so, doing it for yeah, the money. Exactly. So I, I I get why people are uninformed on this. I won't call them stupid. Um, but yes, I, I agree with you, Chris. I, I will fault them, but like it, this is one of those rare cases where I'm just not like I can't call you stupid. And, and it's cut from the guy that's willing to call almost any American he meets a, a, a moron, but yeah, not on this case. I will. You're fucking stupid. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Google's fucking free. You can fact check anything you ever want to. If you're if you are ignorant of something like what Joe Rogan is peddling, that's because you're a fucking idiot. If you follow Dr. Oz, you're a fucking idiot. If you do what Oprah says just because Oprah says it, you're a fucking idiot. If you like Joe Rogan and think what he puts out there is smart and, and is worth your money, you're a fucking idiot. And if you follow Alex Jones's bullshit, you're a fucking idiot. Like, I'm sorry, it is incredibly easy because they are so wrong and there are so many resources that prove equivocally they are absolutely wrong. No, you're fucking stupid. Like, you are willfully deciding not to. (laughs) I mean, I want to make a distinction, though. Like, I agree with most of what you said. I'm not faulting a person for not knowing that, you know, these holistic medicines aren't, aren't worth a damn. I am. Google's free. Yeah, I agree with you. If you if you followed like if you're following any of these people and taking what they say at face value, yes, you're an idiot. Um, but I think having legitimate reasons to think these things are work and work, I think there are. I, I shouldn't say legitimate. I understand why people believe in this, and so I'm less willing to call somebody that's just like. But you know, I've got this doctor that I know that, that has, has told me for years how great holistic medicine is. I'm like, okay, is that doctor trying to sell holistic medicine? Well, sure, yeah, that's part of his practice. And are they actually a doctor? They're just calling themselves doc. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the questions you've got to ask, but a lot of people haven't thought about it. They just call themselves like, again, like people are trusting. They really do. Most people are willing to trust, especially if you've got any kind of PhD doctorate or accreditation behind your name or in front of your name. But they typically don't. The, the problem that I have is that people, they will listen to anybody. And instead of, doing two seconds worth of Googling because I hate to say it, but you Google any of those types of things, any of the vitamins, any of the facts of, of science, like the first 10 hits on Google are all going to be generally in consensus. And then you have to go much further down and actually look for the outlier of information. So to fool yourself, you actually have to dig further if you're going to do any research, if you actually do any research, because you can always find some sort of dissenting opinion from the majority of experts. If you look hard enough, you're deceiving yourself willfully at that point, because the first thing you do, if you start looking up whether vitamins actually do anything for you, and it's like, no, they really kind of make you know expensive piss unless you are deficient in some specific uh, vitamin but other than that, no, you don't need these super expensive vitamins that Alex Jones is trying to sell you. Okay, but so l- let me let me give you an example, okay? Okay. I just please. did a Google search on do holistic medicines work? 
Okay. Uh-huh. And yes, the first two places are Florida Medical Clinic and WebMD, and those are great. Uh huh. Then after that, so we wait, got you, health. You, you have to willingly scroll past credible sources to get to the bullshit. Correct. Yeah. But again, if you look at all these, that, that's kind of that, what I was saying. I, but like, I agree with you. But then, you found an instance of two instead of ten. Like you still have to go past the first two fucking hits to get to the crack, the the crackpot. I, again, I agree with you. The point I was trying to raise is they come up in tandem with these. All right. And a lot of people, what they will do, like if you've got 10 results here, the first two say, no, this is bad. This is bullshit. But the next eight are bullshit sites. Uh, what is it? Medicinenet.com and Hopkins Medicine that are made to look legitimate and have wor- buzzwords like medicine and healthcare and doctor and shit like that in the title. And the person who's doing this wants to believe holistic medicine works. Again, I agree it's bad thinking, but like this situation, if you've got two results that say it's bad and seven or eight results that say it's good, they're going to be like, well, I did my research and I found, and, and all the sources, and then they're going to be like, well, why do some places say it's bad? And then all the crackpot sites that, that give you bullshit reasons of why they're bad are going to pop up. It's easy to go down this rabbit hole, even with Google. And that's the point I'm trying to make. It's like, I agree, like it's easy for us because we, but we were taught how to critically think. We know how to do research. All of us has gone to some level of extra education where we know how to examine false sites. That is not common knowledge in the United States. Most people don't know how to do that. And so a Google search isn't going to work if you don't understand how to filter out shitty Google search results from good ones. And most people don't. Uh, again, I just, yeah, because they're stupid. So what you're saying is someone willfully went past the the good information looking for confirmation bias. Yeah, yes. say, it, it, it's, that's exactly what <laughs> like, it is. It's confirmation bias. Someone is seeking confirmation bias. Yeah, you're talking about confirmation bias. That's all you're talking about. That has nothing to do with, with what I'm talking about. I'm talking about somebody who's legitimately trying to find some sort of evidence, one way or the other. They have to go past the good evidence to get to the bad evidence. Yeah, but we're not arguing about it. We are. Like you're you're sitting here saying it's easy to do. Yes, being stupid is easy. And that's the difference. As I'm saying, they're willfully stupid and ignorant. And they have chosen to do that. It is easy to seek out truth, to seek out lies, especially if you have to go past the actual credible evidence just to get to your bullshit confirmation bias. That takes extra effort. And that's where you're an idiot and you're willfully ignorant. Willfully ignorant, I'll give it to you. I just, I, I, again, I think, I think they're victims as much. Like they may be idiots, there, but they're victims. And, and like, I've got pity for them. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm going to tell them they're fucking wrong for for doing it this way. But like, they're being suckered. Like, and again, I, I yeah, anybody that it, buys snake oil, definitely, they are definitely being suckered. And again, that was got, weird. Like, back they've and got forth. my pity in this regard. Like, so that's I didn't that's expect to be t- like you guys nope, to come me. after me. So and that's that, why they can have your pity, that, that but they're stands, still idiots. But like, you okay. can pity yeah. idiots. Kay and I have low tolerance for ig- willfully ignorant bullshit. Which is, yes. which is weird. I'm usually right there with you. This is just one of those incidents where I'm not, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so uh, cool. Well, I, I do have a couple of things I did I did want to mention for the mailbag uh, for Chris. Uh, you got a lot of love when we posted ropes about having uh, ropes for K hashtag ropes for K. No, you you got a lot of love and people making sure. 
you know, basically saying like they wish you well, they hope you're doing all right. Um, you know, I wanted to, to mention a few of them. Uh, our boy Safi, uh, he, I think he gave you a shout out when we posted that, um, Heather from Schmidt talks. Uh, she, she gave you a shout out all of the, the, uh, the North Carolina peeps were, were wishing you well. And so, you know, we just want to say thanks. It, it makes us feel good when, when you guys all tell us you, you give a shit about us when we're sick. Yeah, that's actually really sweet. Thank you for, Absolutely. for, Thank you guys. for caring about strangers on a podcast that <laughs> of free garbage content. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You were missed. And I, and I did want to also mention it. I posted a tweet about this, but I know not everyone is on the Twitter. You know, we know we've kind of been a little bit lax this year, as far as the consistency goes, uh, it doesn't have anything to do with us as the podcast. We're still going strong. We plan to keep going strong. Uh, but life has hit the way. Like I, I had a baby second one. Uh, both Chris oh, and I got oh. COVID. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, your case got, a, got a new job and he tends to travel a lot. And so overall life has just kind of hit us. I also bought a house. Uh, you know, so we've all had kind of really big life events in, in just the last year that have, you know, affected us. And, you know, we're all, um, as much as we ran to rave about politics for all of us, you know, family, friends and our personal lives kind of take precedent. And so we've been prioritizing those, you know, I, I know how dare us, right. You know, choosing our family and friends over our fucking podcast. You son of a bitch. I think we've all kind of hit are hitting that peak. We're ready to come swing back down. So I think we'll start seeing the consistency and, uh, Thank you all for supporting us. That's one of the things I wanted to say. You know, we we really appreciate it sincerely. You guys, we probably still wouldn't be doing this if we hadn't gotten so many of you to come and join us. And we've got this kind of little click of like leftist podcasters and people that kind of see eye to eye with us. And it's been really great. I've been, I've been I don't know about you guys, but developing that has been one of the the biggest benefits I've gotten out of this podcast. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then one thing I wanted to announce, cause we're getting close to it. Um, I may announce one or two a few times, but I won't bombard with it. Uh, Chris and I actually are working on a bit of a side project. Um, I wanted you guys Hashtag to be aware Rose of okay. <laughs> oh, the, uh, no, other that, the, the other side project. No, I mean, yeah. obviously robes for K comes first, but after hashtag robes for K is done and we get K into a fucking robe, like a goddamn human, Chris and I are going to be partnering with a friend of ours named Drew, and we are going to be launching a second podcast. And this one doesn't t- really talk about politics it's all that much. It's far more serious. It's far more serious. We're going to be talking about pop culture, nerd culture, movies, TVs, comic books, tabletop gaming, TV series like the Avatar. Like basically anything nerd and pop culture related, we're going to be bringing it up. Star Wars, Harry Potter, all that stuff. Um, it's going to be a bit, bit of a departure from what you're getting here in the politics stuff. We're going to be fighting a fuck ton more. Like, um, Don't worry, it, there will be yeah. no hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That'll just be the you know entire show. It'll be just one long hot take. And everyone agreed forever. Yes, I wanted to give everyone a heads up. The the, the podcast is going to be called Fan Cannon. Uh, we do have a Twitter live. We do have a Facebook. Just Google at Fan Fan Cannon Podcast. You can start joining those. Uh, we will probably how be many ends it. does Cannon have? Seven. Well, I mean, two. it has two, but like it has two. Uh, it's C A N O N. The third um, one is not, silent. 
Yeah, it's not the cannon that goes boom. It's 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 the cannon like head cannon. Uh, so, uh, but if you guys are interested in As that, in I know some of you are canonically exactly. <laughs> some I know some of you guys have those interests. So if you like, if you want to fucking hear us talk about like Star why Wars, Star, Wars Star Trek, why Star Wars fans are the fucking worst, and why every fandom is a piece of shit except for us, and why we like tabletop gaming. Yep. And shit like that, by all means, feel free to join. I've started, you know, kind of posting the Twitter, uh, the tweets out for that, or that Twitter a little bit. I'll be a lot more active as we go live and we're looking to go live within the next month or so here. So if you're into it, show some support. Uh, if you want, if you have any questions about it, you can message us on, you know, our normal alt left Twitter as well. And I'll happy, happily respond with, you know, links to all that, that social media post for that, um, thing, but keep an eye out. Uh, and that's about it. I have for the, for the mailbag this week. And so now we have a three uh, white man panel on politics. We now have a three white man panel on nerd stuff. All we need now is a three man panel on sports. And we sports. hit uh, white, yes. white podcaster man bingo. Yep. We'll do it. We, we, we might have to. <laughs> hey, we got to. Um, maybe it's just like, I don't know sports. You know sports. Kate, you know sports. I, I know all? football. That's it. I know just enough to be dangerous. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! What a podcast idea! Like, what? Someone who's really well versed in sports is dealing with a couple of people who like fucking what? Sports ball! <laughs> oh, the pitcher got a touchdown! Fuck yeah! <laughs> anyway, thank you for sticking around. We love you guys. Uh, glad to be back. Thank you for being here through all of this. Um, and uh, just remember, don't fall for propaganda. Joe Biden sucks. Willful idiots are willful. And uh, we love you to pieces. And we will see you here next week. And until then, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And remember, the revolution is you.